Before we get started today, I just wanted to take a minute to invite you to our next group consult. If you are a trauma treatment professional and want to gather with other like-minded professionals to gain support, insight, and share your own knowledge and resources, join us. You can present or you can just listen. This opportunity is open to all trauma treatment professionals. It will be held virtually and we will meet for one and a half hours. Don't miss it. Register and learn more at traumatreatmentcollective.com. Welcome to the Trauma Treatment Collective podcast. My name is Nina Keeler, a licensed marriage and family therapist and trauma specialist. In this space, we will share tips and tools on how to grow your trauma treatment skills while also keeping your own mental health in mind. Welcome to our first time listeners and welcome back to our followers. Today, we have a special guest by the name of Denisha Smith. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Denisha and then we'll get into the interview. As a somatic therapist, Denisha employs a bottom-up approach to therapy as she is certified in somatic experiencing. You will often hear Denisha say, trauma is stored in the body and not in the event. As a somatic therapist, she helps her clients come out of stuck survival responses of fight, flight, and freeze. This essentially teaches them ways to become more present and embodied, therefore encouraging them to experience newness of life and not a life based on trauma that happened years ago. Denisha is a highly sought-after holistic therapist, minister, workshop presenter, and clinical supervisor who is called to help adult survivors of trauma move from surviving to thriving. Without further ado, let's get to our interview. All right, Denisha, thank you so much for being um, a guest on our podcast and kind of sharing a little bit with our community about you and all the things you're offering and just your journey in trauma healing. So I'm really excited to have you. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be a part of um, your community in this conversation. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And I want you to tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about your journey um, in somatic therapies and how that has kind of unfolded into this embodied culture. Um, And so just tell us how you became passionate about this. Okay, well, I've been a uh, somatic experience and practitioner for, I should have did the math before I got on here, but at least for about five years now. And so before that time, I was very interested in trauma therapy and was working at a place and um, told them that I was interested in learning more about trauma. And they made a great recommendation about somatic experiencing. And so from doing my research, I was like, wow, this is really different. And so I started my journey there. That's where I started my training. And since that time and learning about mind-body connection, I've been hooked. It completely shifted my paradigm in the way that I practice um, as a therapist. And not only the way I practice, just the way that I show up in the world in my own healing journey. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a somatic experiencing practitioner too, so... Uh, you don't have to sell me on it. I am sure. as well. Yes, I am <laughs> as well. We're not trying to sell anybody out there. Just, just so you know. but you know, everybody got to find their own path. And so, um, tell me a little bit about embodied culture. And when you say embodied culture, like what are you referring to? What does that mean to you? Um, just tell us a little bit about what that means. Yeah, I would. I would say that it is a culture, a way of being just connected to yourself. So when we're embodied, we're present with ourselves. We recognize um, what's happening in our, in our 
embodied experience in our bodies, what's happening for us in this moment. And I think it's more than just something that we should dab into. I think it should be a way of living. So when I'm um, eating something really good, I want to eat it and experience it. So I want to do that in an embodied way. I love food. I'm a foodie. Or when I'm um, playing with my daughter or doing something really fun, I want to experience those things in an embodied way. And I think it's a way of living. So I termed it embodied culture. Yeah, yeah. And I know just recently you've um, launched a couple of different products um, that will help a person um, with their embodiment journey. Tell us a little bit about those products and kind of uh, what you created and, and how you see those being used yeah. uh, with clients or with professionals as well. For sure. So the first product that I developed is called a holistic self-care journal. And so, you know, in doing the work that we do, um, as well as in supporting clients, self-care, I think can often sound like it's so taboo, but it's also one of the things that we don't spend enough time like focusing on or connecting with. And so I just thought it would be an amazing resource to just have um, a self-led journal that's going to support you in like, okay, um, helping you understand more about your resources. What are things that make me feel good? What are, what are things that help me to feel most connected to myself and just bringing people back to that place to reconnect with themselves and um, explore themselves more. We all need so much more self-care. So I, I would just like, you know what? I think it's time to, I'm sure there's many other products out there, but as far as what I wanted to offer, I thought that would be just a great first product to just kind of develop and launch. Because right now I would just say, you know, I'm all about self-care and, and advocating. Um, and so I just thought that would be a great thing to not only support the clients that I work with, but my community, as well as um, to encompass in my own routine. So I'm working through it as well. And it's, and it's been awesome. Um, so we have my holistic self-care journey and uh, it's called Reconnecting to Self Through Self-Care. Um, and I also created some somatic stabilization therapy cards. And these are not only great to use with clients, because in working with clients all the time, we talk about stabilization tools when we're triggered, when we're, you know, having a moment or feeling really dysregulated. These are things that help us to get back into our bodies, to become embodied or get back um, to a place of feeling relative regulation. So I developed that just thinking about my clients. Like, I'm like, okay, have you used your skills that we've talked about or we've been talking about for a while? Oh, I forgot about, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. So I just thought it would be just an awesome reminder of things that we can do in the moment to help us to not only reconnect to ourselves, but to help to better regulate our nervous system. And to be honest, I use them too, because none of us are uh, regulated all the time, right? There's constantly an ebb and flow. So in those moments where um, I'm needing a bit more support, you know, I, I'm looking through the cards as well. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about when you were um, saying the embodiment of it being a lifestyle. That's kind of mm -hmm. what I heard in my, my mind. It's like, oh, the embodiment is a lifestyle. It's not something we do here and there or when we need it. Um, but it's like living an embodied lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the tools that you created really help people to move more towards that on a daily basis. Like, you know, 
being in your journal, doing your journal work every day um, is going to help you strengthen those embodiment skills. And then also having these tools that are easily accessible that you can easily grab um, and be able to use maybe when you need to. Or sometimes I'll have clients, and I, I'm sure you do this too, just practice using skills when you don't need them. You know, yeah. um, so it's like, OK, I can do my, my you know, embodiment practice for today, um, you know, three times a day or whatever the case may be. And so it's like building up that muscle, like the tools mm-hmm. that you, you 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 have created are like um, almost what I hear you saying is it's like a weight, you know, yeah. helping them to build up that muscle of living in a more embodied way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it is so important to use every single day because um, whether we recognize it or not, even when activation is low, we're still helping to to repattern our nervous system, that activation deactivation cycle. So really in the long term, we're actually helping to better regulate our systems. And so I, I try to help my clients to remember that too. Sometimes it's setting an alarm like, okay, let me just notice my feet for this moment. Okay, where am I? Am I connected to myself? What do I need right here and right now? Do I need to get up and get a drink of water? Do my, do my legs need to walk? Do I need to go walk outside for a moment? Mm-hmm. So just those reminders. And, you know, it just makes me think, even as it relates to the journal, you know, it's not all about just talking about, oh, you know, today I was able to feel the breeze. Some days you will be able to do that. But it's also just in reflecting, I'm reconnecting with myself. Like, you know what? Today, you, it, it was a rough day. Um, this and this happened, but I was able to get through it. And so I think just recalling those things and slowing it down helps us to reconnect with ourselves as well. Yeah, really nice. I'm excited about these resources and how they can help people because you often hear, like my clients will ask me, and maybe you've had this experience too, of like, well, how do I, how do I, what do you mean when you say be embodied? Like, like, how do I do that? Like they're looking for actual how to's, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is a really nice way to help them kind of move towards that in a very structured way. Some of my clients, you know, are very, (laughs) I would say woo woo, like they can, Mm -hmm. they can be out there with me and, you know, we can be out in flowers and field and, you know, just feeling the breeze and, and other clients are more structured and they want something to kind of, follow and have a guide and this is a really beautiful uh resource for those those clients who want some hands-on material and tools to use Mm -hmm. sure thank you yeah you're welcome i'm very excited very excited all right so if a community member wanted to learn more about somatic experiencing or embodiment or um just embodied culture like are there resources and tools and books and things or people to follow that you would encourage them? Like, what are some of your go-to resources when you're, you know, tapping into embodiment and somatic therapies and stuff like that? Like if a person was like, I want to learn more about this, where would you send them? There's a couple of people that I follow on social media. Is that what you're asking? Sure. That would be a great place. I mean, it's nice to have when, you know, when you're scrolling through your feed, little reminders, little, little things. Uh, so that would be great. Yeah. Okay. One person I love, his name is, I, I think it's Luis. Um, I can't say his last name, but his um, Instagram handle is holistic.life.navigation. I love um, his content and just the way that he, um, 
he makes it so plain. He makes it so plain, plain and easy to digest. So um, I really love following him um, as well as I really love the work of um, Resma Mannequin. And so he talks a lot about just uh, social justice and um, embodied uh, racism and things of that nature. And so I've, I've gained a lot uh, from his work as well. Love the work of Maggie Klein as well. Okay. We'll definitely make sure to link to those three resources in the show notes. So if people are wanting to check those resources out, um, we can, you know, help them kind of navigate to them. Um, okay. So I want to change, you know, shift gears a little bit, I guess, is what I'd like to say. Uh, and we talk a lot about our clients in supporting them and having resources to support them. But a part of the community, um, the Trauma Treatment Collective community, is to be able to also support the professional that's doing mm-hmm. the work. So I always like to ask our guests a little bit about, you know, how do they keep themselves healthy and some different things about their career journey. And this is just to keep us inspired as professionals. You know, we hear things and be like, oh, I never thought about that. Or, oh, that's a good point. Um, so the first question I'd love to ask you is, is how do you stay healthy being a mental health or helping professional? Okay. Excellent question. The first thing that comes to mind, which my mentor, um, really has, um, emphasized to me throughout my journey is managing your caseload. Um, and the reason why I say that, and the reason why that's so important is because especially with working with trauma clients, our nervous systems are being very much impacted, whether we recognize it or not, which leads us to, you know, have higher rates of burnout and compassion fatigue. One sign for me, um, I've always said, and you may have heard me say it before as well, you know, when I can see myself as a greeter at Walmart, <laughs> when I can visualize me waving and greeting the people with such a smile um, and questioning what I'm doing, what I've been called to do, that's a telltale sign that I'm getting a little crispy on the edges. Um, so I manage my caseload. That's so important. And, di- and in different seasons, it may look different. So, you know, I have a 19 year old, not, not a 19 year old, but a 19 month old daughter. And so I found that, you know, I didn't have as much capacity when I got back from work from when I came back to work from maternity leave. And um, my mentor, she she said it so um, profoundly. She was like, you're dealing, you're working with a lot of clients with baby nervous systems, just as your daughters. And so right now, it's going to be really important for you to be intentional about the type of cases that you take. Um, and so I, I've just really, I really hold on to that. And I think that's so important. Um, that's good. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Physical activity is really important for me. Um, and I go through seasons of doing more of that and less of that. Some seasons of, okay, get up and and move. But, um, I recently got in, started taking swimming lessons. Um, that was really awesome. It was something that I always wanted to learn as a child. So just kind of nourishing that younger part of me that has always wanted to learn how to swim, um, as well as, you know, weightlifting that feels so invigorating. Um, so those have been things that I've really enjoy. I really enjoy gardening, um, planting beautiful flowers, haven't been able to do it so much in this season with a busy toddler, but um, those are things that uh, really feel good to me and nourish me. And 
And you know what? Not talking about therapy sometimes. <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> you know, having moments of not having to to think so much or to be old a very empathetic and just kind of having quiet time. I think that's what I want to say are so important to me. Mm, great. Good suggestions. Good things for people to kind of see if something resonates with them mm-hmm. um, or maybe something's a reminder of like, Oh, I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Um, let me get back to that. Um, what's one thing you wish you would have known before starting your career journey? About how, you know, well, I would. I was getting ready to say how you know you will constantly be learning, but I, I knew that. But I don't think I really realized how much, um, you know, in the individ- when we're working with individuals, how much it kicks up our own stuff. So how continue therapy and continue um, continuing your own journey, your healing journey, is just that much more important, especially when working with individuals with their own histories. It's constantly it kicks up a lot of dust. And so, you know, we were, we were miss if we did not attune um, to those things that show up with us. And, and I think it's our responsibility as well to be, you know, when you want to be an amazing clinician to continue to do your own work. And I don't think I realized how deep it would go. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Well, I always like to end on a fun note. So my last question for you is, is what's one fun fact you don't mind sharing with the community? Hmm. Uh, well, my friend recently reminded me um, that I'm a party animal. <laughs> Not a party animal. <laughs> Not a party animal, but I do enjoy entertaining and have fun and having a good time laughing and um, bringing people into the fold. But once I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. So um, I like good fun, but I love to keep it time limited. <laughs> I love to keep it time limited. So I think that's one great fact um, to know about me. So if you ever um, invite me out to lunch or anything, let's get the, the good conversation probably before the food comes. Because once the food comes and I've gotten really full, I'm in my mind, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, ready to go on take a nap. Take a nap, yes. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, talking a little bit about your offerings and how they might be of support to our community um, of professionals as well as to their clients. And so I'm really excited for people to engage um, with embodied culture and with the the, the products that you have that are going to help people to live more embodied because I think, you know, coming back to the body and trauma healing is, is super important. And so this could, these resources that you created could really be a good helping um, support along the way in their healing journey. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for this amazing resource that you're offering um, other providers. Um, I think it's so important to, have that community and you do such a wonderful job my friend well thank you I appreciate that I'm going to take that in well that's it for now you guys take care bye bye
I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. Just a quick reminder before you head out, just make sure you head over to the traumatreatmentcollective.com to learn more about our monthly group consults. We would love to have you join us.